Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Andy Taylor and this is my podcast. In today's show, we are talking about happiness. Yes, you heard me, we're talking about happiness and the connection it has with success. Now, just to clear something up, when I talk about success in this context, what I'm referring to is the achievement of our goals, okay? Now, what I want to do first is I want to just share with you one of the common one of the common misunderstandings it is in my mind the most common misunderstandings and it's something that i call the i'll be happy when syndrome okay so many people so many people fall foul of this and it's the fact that they think they'll they need to achieve something before they can be happy right so it's the whole i'll be happy when i've earned a million dollars I'll be happy when I live in my dream house. I'll be happy when I've had that big promotion or I start my own business or whatever it might be. It's utter nonsense. And the reason so many people fall foul of it, unfortunately, is because it's it's basically how the personal development industry was for so long. Is the fact that they used to, you know, the personal development gurus and experts and authors and the rest of it used to actually teach this. What do you need in order to be happy? Right? That's how they used to phrase it. And it just really grates on me when I look back and I see that the industry as a whole was like this for so long. And it, they've got it backwards. They've got it all backwards. And I'll explain what I mean by that shortly. But what that does when we start with that misunderstanding, I'll be happy when I have blah, blah, blah. What that does is that, that, you know, that encourages people to treat happiness like a commodity. It's not a thing. It's not a commodity that can be traded. If you, if you really look at that, I'll be happy when I've earned a million dollars or I'll be happy when I've, I live in that big fancy house that I've got my eye on, right? If you look at that and you really break down what that's saying, it's basically a trade, you know, it's a trade when I've worked my ass off and I've really burned myself out and I've earned that million dollars or I've I'm been able to buy that dream house, then I can be happy. Oh my God, why the hell would we do stuff like that to ourselves? Right? But it's not a recent phenomenon either. It's pervasive through history. I mean, the stories that we hear as kids, you battle the dragon and you win and you get the princess and the kingdom, okay? Which... <laughs> That's, that's something we're teaching kids, or we work, always keep teaching kids, is the fact that, you know, you have to go through hardship. You have to put yourself on the line in order to get what you want and to be happy. Oh, good God, why would we do that? People are willing to go through great hardship in all, on the way to success because they're led to believe that once they get to the end of the rainbow, they find the pot of gold, they can then buy the feelings of happiness. It just doesn't work that way. Okay, what if I told you the opposite is true? Okay, so instead of I'll be happy when I live in that dream house, what if I told you that you can get there so much simpler and so much easier and with a lot less quote unquote effort if you look at it the opposite way? So if you look at it a completely different way, and I'll get to that shortly. But first, I want to, to help you to understand that happiness is an innate quality. We're all born with it. We're all born happy. You have never met 
an unhappy baby. I guarantee you, you've never met an unhappy baby. Sure, they may have needed changing, or they may be hungry or thirsty, or they may be in pain, but they're never unhappy. Your happiness never depends on getting what you want. It's, it just doesn't. I mean, we, we, but it's something, and I can understand why so many people fall foul of this misunderstanding, because it's so pervasive, right? And Michael Neal, a great author and coach, has a question which I think is kind of an awesome question, actually, when you really start to think about it. So, and it's this, what would you want if you didn't have to be unhappy about not getting it? Now, take a moment to think about that, because a lot of people miss it the first time around. So I'll say it again. What would you want if you didn't have to be unhappy about getting it? Now, what I want to share, I want to share a couple of things with you uh, for the rest of this episode, which are crucial to this. And it really does explain the connection that I spoke about briefly in the introduction of the connection between happiness and success. Now, one of the first things to understand is the fact that you have everything inside you right now that you need and could possibly ever need to be happy and to achieve your goals. Okay, now notice the order I put those in. Okay, so you have everything inside you right now that you'll ever possibly need to be happy and achieve your goals. Now, can you already start to see the new insight the new way of looking at things. And this goes perfectly hand in hand with the very core of what I try and help people to understand. And that is that it's all about your awareness. It's all about taking a step back, becoming more aware and seeing things from a new perspective. Okay, so try this perspective. If you are intrinsically happy, if you are born happy, imagine how much easier and how much more fun it's going to be to get what you want if you're already happy, okay? The downside and the flip side to that is the fact that you also have inside you right now everything that you could possibly need in order to put obstacles in your own way. Yes, it's it's so screwed up, it is so messed up, but it's true also we have everything that we need inside us right now that we could possibly ever need to be unhappy it's just the nature of human beings that we're so very very complex but the truth is that happiness is a choice we choose to be happy right you can choose to be happy in any circumstance and it's just the same as in it's all about perspective and it's about the the wider awakening and and becoming aware of what's going on and becoming aware of what we're feeling and, and and how we see things and how we interpret things. And it all points to the same thing and it's all about perspective. If you see something and you're unhappy, just try thinking about the same thing and being happy about it. Not necessarily about the result that you've just seen or you've had, but about the fact that you still have a head I mean, there was a great co- uh, there was a great um, ex- example. It was like a definition of contentment by a guy called Timothy Miller, and it, it's it's such a wonderfully funny one for me because you know it's very personal to me. You can resent the fact that you have a bald spot, 
or you can be grateful you have a head. Right? And now if that is not a perspective shift, I don't know what is. Right? So there is another pervasive myth which is utter bullshit. And I want to try and blow that out of the water for you right now. And that is the, the no pain, no gain. Now, that is utter, utter bullshit. And the reason I say that with such passion is the fact that, again, it's indicative of the fact that we're encouraged to put ourselves through difficulty, to, to, put, to drive ourselves through hardship, through pain, through stress, through unpleasant situations in order to get to the promised land or the pot of gold when at the end of the day we already have inside us everything we need to know and everything we need to be able to un un unlock and tap into in order to get to the pot of gold without any of the pain or bullshit, right? And it's just such a... It's, it's very difficult to quantify it, but happiness and success are intrinsically linked. And we're so conditioned to using negativity and reverse psychology almost to get to drive us to motivate us and so many times you can see it practically everywhere that people are being encouraged to use unhappiness to push themselves to pursue their goals to drive themselves from a sense of desperation to get started on that goal or to be so unhappy in their job that they push themselves to start their own business now, I'm going to give you a bit of an insight right now, okay? And I'm always trying to give you insight. I hope that comes across. But this is a really good one. This is a really cool one. Because can you imagine starting a business when you are so depressed, you're so pissed off with the world, and you start a business purely because you're so fucked up with having to get up, you know, fucked off with having to get up at four in the morning to get to work for people, who don't appreciate you, who underpay you and undervalue you, right? You're starting a business because you don't want that. Or would it be better if you were starting a business that you cannot wait to start because you're so passionate about it, because love of it drives you every single day. It's what you stand for. It is your purpose in life, okay? It's what makes you happy, okay? Think about those two things. Which of those sounds better to you? Now, there are three. Basically, happiness comes in three layers. Basically, you've got pleasure, satisfaction and meaning, right? So if pleasure is eating cake, satisfaction is making a cake. So what would satisfy you most? What kind of thing would you what would you go to bed at night feeling intensely satisfied by having achieved that day? Okay, just think about that. It's not, it's not a trick question. It's just understanding of a couple of you know, simple constructs, which is the fact that there is a difference between pleasure and satisfaction. Pleasure is oftentimes, it can be can described as a, a place you visit once or twice, whereas satisfaction is a place you get to live in. Okay, and it's the same, in, you know, and it is the ultimate form of happiness in my mind is the fact that when you get to do things every single day and your life is entirely lived from a place of satisfaction where you feel great about who you are, you feel great about what you do, and no matter what the results 
are for that day or for that month or for that week or for that year or in, in that particular area of your life. It doesn't matter. You feel satisfied that you did the best you could, right? And when you do that, it just changes again. It shifts that perspective just a little bit more. Happiness is an inside job. It is. It really is an inside job. And it's so difficult because it, it's such a it, it's such an individual thing because there's there's no one or two pieces of information I can give you right now that will say, right, in order to be happy, you need to. That's not what this is about. That's not what this episode is about. And it's not what happiness is about, frankly. I mean, I could sit here and I could wax lyrical all day long about what makes me happy, but it wouldn't serve you. But what I do want to share with you right now is, is the way that I believe the world has got it wrong in a big way, right? Because goal setting wisdom suggests that we set our goals, right? We, we start to, to set our goals. And the way that they often encourage us to do that is by utilizing the common misunderstanding. So basically, it's a case of, right, what makes you happy? Uh, money makes me happy. Okay, so what amount of money would make you happy? Okay, okay, a million dollars. Okay, so this is how you need to make a million dollars. This is your end result, a million dollars in the bank. What needs to happen before that? Blah, blah, blah. What needs to happen? Blah, blah. And you set goals based on that. Okay, so you're setting, you're essentially encouraged to set goals based on a misunderstanding that that goal, the achievement of that goal will make you happy. Oh my God, that's so wrong. That is just so wrong. And unfortunately, it's something that the personal development industry has gotten wrong for so long. Not everybody, but so many people in it and still get wrong today. I see so many um, ads come up on Facebook, on my Facebook feed, because I'm a coach. I'm interested in coaching stuff and new techniques and developing and, and developing my understanding of the human brain and human psychology. I do see a lot of adverts come up from coaches of all manners and descriptions and honestly I despair when I see a lot of them because they're utilizing such outdated techniques and they're utilizing such you know misunderstandings basically they're making you know that they're using misunderstandings to teach and I think that's just so wrong and they should really know better if they're real coaches they really need to you know they really should know better but that's just my personal opinion on that. And I'm sorry to, to sidetrack a little bit. But what if instead of setting goals based on what would make us happy, we instead set goals from a place of happiness? So we found our joy. We found our happiness. We, were, we tapped back into our innate happiness that we were born with. And we just set goals because they'd be cool. Okay. They wouldn't make us, they, they, they would, you know, they would obviously add to our joy, add to our happiness to achieve them, but it wouldn't be the end of the world if we didn't, because we're already happy, right? If you start off in the place you're aiming to get to, then <laughs> number one, that kind of sounds kind of weird, but if you think about it, most goals that people set and the way that most people word their goals is that it, it, it follows along with the common misunderstanding, right? 
oh, I want to make a million dollars because then I would be able to pay off my mortgage and buy the house of my dreams and then be happy, right? That's fine in itself, but it does miss the point. It does miss the fact that you're already happy. You can just, you can be happy anytime you choose to just by taking that step back, becoming more aware of how you feel in a given moment and trying to change your perspective. Just taking a sidestep and looking at a situation that you might be faced with from a, certain, from a different angle. Taking another look at it, looking at it with a fresh set of eyes, however you want to term it, it's the same, it's the same principle, it's the same premise. And we can do that with goal setting. And I'm gonna be talking a lot more about goal setting the right way in a future episode. But for now, I just want to just touch on the, the way that I see goal setting as working more for everybody. And that's no guarantee that you'll ever get to your goals because I'm not in a position to do that because everything, everything in personal development, whether or not you succeed or not, is it up and down to you? It's entirely, it's entirely on you. Um, and I don't mean that to sound really cruel and dismissive, but it's just, the, it's just the fact, you know, I cannot give you a set of tools and say, right, these are going to get you to where you want to go, go use them. Because that's not what personal development is. That's not what coaching is. I shared with you a brief insight yesterday as to what really drives me as a coach. And it's something that Sid Bank said. And I'll say it again because it's kind of cool. As coaches, we get to see people and interact with people who are in various stages of sleep. And our job is to help them gently to wake up and see the world for the first time through new eyes. And it's, it's perfect because it, it touches on all the really wonderful elements of coaching in my for my own personal opinion which is awareness it's about being aware it's about shifting our awareness and it's about taking that step back and seeing the world from a different perspective through new eyes as Sid Bank said and it's that realization and one of the most amazing feelings as a coach and I've had this so many times now it's just and it never loses its edge. It never loses its power to, to really make me feel warm and fuzzy. I know that's kind of, yeah, but um, it really does make me feel warm and fuzzy. When I'm working with someone and I get to sit down with someone and I say something that they stop talking and I can see them thinking about it. And then the look on their face just, and the, the, the body language changes. And that's the point when I know that they've got it. That's the point when I know they've seen the world a different way. Their perspective has changed. And that's so powerful for me. And I recount, I, I, you know, I can give you an example. Uh, obviously, names won't be mentioned for, for privacy reasons. But a guy that I worked with when I was working, um, well, I still work for Unilever uh, in certain capacities. But I, I was actually called to a guy in the capacity of a mental health first aider. Okay, a guy had come to work on shift and he was really, really in a bad way. Things weren't great at home. He was hating his job. His manager had been a complete bastard to him and it was making him really frustrated. And, and he was having suicidal thoughts. And it's just 
sat with him, just had a conversation with him. That's all coaching is for me. It's, it's a conversation. It's the art of conversation to help people reach that new level of awareness and that new perspective. And the reason I share this example is because it took four hours sitting with him, just talking to him, for him to give me that sensation, for him to get that realization. And it was such a wonderful feeling because from being completely suicidal at the beginning of the evening, he, here this guy was and he just sat there and he just sat quietly and I was watching him intently and his body language shift, his body, it, there were, the edge went from his body in a split second and the look on his face and he started to smile. And that's when I knew that he got it. He understood what I was coming from and he actually now had a new perspective and a new understanding. And what's more, the reason this is relevant to today's uh, topic is the fact that that was the conversation I had with him, is the fact that he was getting so worked up because he, he worked, he, he loved his job to the point where he thought by working harder he'd get a promotion and by getting that promotion he'd be happier. And it was the same at home. His partner um, was, she had mental health issues and by doing certain things for his partners in certain way, he thought that would make him happy. But the realization that he got was the realization I'm trying to, to put across to you today. And that is the fact that you already are happy. You just need to see through the bullshit that life throws at you and let it just deflect off you. Because when it comes to your happiness, what goes on in the world doesn't matter. It's how you see it. It's how you react to it. It's how you reflect on it. And when you start out from a place of happiness, there is no goal you can't accomplish. There is no achievement you cannot reach. And that is one of the most valuable lessons of all, is the fact that when you start from your happy place, Goal set, goals set themselves. There is no effort required to set goals. Is it, is it a process that I recommend you do, putting them down on paper and laying out timelines and things? Absolutely, yes. And we'll get to that again, like I said, in a future episode. But for now, just understand that when you come from a place of happiness, when you approach your future and you look at your future from a place of happiness, you'll see an entirely different picture and you'll see an entirely different future laid out in front of you than if you were to look at that future, look at your future from a place of unhappiness because it's all about perspective. It's all about your perception of the world and it's all about your awareness of what's possible. And with that, I'm going to leave you for today and thank you for joining me again. I look forward to talking to you in the next episode and in the words of a great musician I forget who actually sang it um, it's tragic because it was a big song in my youth don't worry be happy <laughs>